Ladies and gentlemen, this is MTA in NYC. Marcus talks anything in New York City. We are here. That explains it. We are, we are, ah, you just heard the voice of our guest this week. Are we doing the, dim, the dimly lit studio? Let's do it. It's nice, right? It's nice, but yeah, I got bad eyes here. Actually, turn it on, if you don't mind. Thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Fine. Next week. Uh, I just got a text from our co-host, Mr. Joel Lyons. There he is. What's up? Uh, we're on the air, man. Why? It's on the air. Yeah, it is. It's 104. Speak to speak in the mic. Turn you down? In the headphones or in the this mic? This is one of the reasons. Uh, I think he's headphone number two. No, that's me. That's me. Try try one. You too loud? Actually, turn me up, turn me down a little bit too. Yo, turn, my, turn my headphones down, man. Uh, yeah, turn the sound down. Turn it. Turn down. Turn down. Turn my beat down. All right, MTA NYC. I'm Marcus Hillman, your humble host. Welcome once again to another week of discussion, conversation. We have a few topics we're going to cover today. Uh, <laughs> I was going to bring this. Up. <laughs> hold on a second. There's a guy who tried to charge his phone. On the stage of a Broadway show right before it started. Which show? Uh, what's it called? I will tell you in a second. There's a whole bunch of crazy stuff happening in the news yes. this week. The a show whole is bunch. <laughs> it's it's a hand to God, which is playing now. You heard about that one? Yes. What theater is that? Is that the Mint Skull? Who's starring in that? <laughs> no, it's actually the Booth. It's actually the Booth Theater. I can see how I was just trying to sound cool. My mind is on me, Scott. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard the voice. Joel, Grant, make sure you talk into the mic. Yes, Minskoff. Ladies and gentlemen, this, this is our this is our guest today. Joel, you've been downgraded to a, a guest, by the way. Yes, you're no longer co-host. <laughs> by all my responsibilities, Joel Lyons is, is a former co-host and guest sitting across from me. And uh, speaking of all these things, our other guest I'll introduce to you in a second. Let's just get a little uh, business out of the way. You can listen to the show on RadioSherry.com, which you might be doing right now. Or you can listen on the number where you can call in, which is 605-477-3037. Extension 5. Extension 5. Now, you, you just got re... You, you, you just got promoted again. You got promoted back from... Yeah. See, now you're doing your job. See, Joel is supposed to help me make this show run smoother. Our guest, who's over here... We probably have more guests, by the way, if our Facebook page... Facebook.com slash MTA and NYC had gotten more likes. Am I wrong? Come on. I don't think that's that's we can get guests. We can get guests. I mean, I want to book. I want to book some real guests someday. Speaking of which, here's our guest, Grant Norvell. Hello, <laughs> Grant Norvell, dear friend of mine, greatest guy I know. I've said that to many people. Joel's one of the funniest people I know, but Grant is the greatest guy I know and the funniest looking person I know. Yes, he is. When was the last time you two saw each other? By the way. It's been a while. He was under a bridge. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. We <laughs> ran into each other in Brooklyn one day, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> Did you say, it's been a while? No, no I said, I was like, what the fuck? How the hell did you get over here? <laughs> Which bridge were you under? Manhattan Bridge. Manhattan Bridge. Never heard of the thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's blue. Okay, so, um, a guy tried to charge his phone on a Broadway stage before the show started. Mm-hmm. So, all you listeners out there, and there's a lot of you. <laughs> All you listeners out there, if you have stories about when you 
have needed to charge your phone and the lengths you have gone to to do it. Let me know. I have a similar story like this, okay. but I'll bring it up later. Don't worry. Very good. You're understanding <laughs> what we're doing here. This is called a tease. <laughs> you, don't, you, you, you don't blow your load immediately if you must. Oh, God. That was a little graphic. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's one topic we're going to get to. We're also going to discuss something known as the Canyon of Heroes. Do either of you know what the Canyon of Heroes is? Um, I never heard of it, but I have a feeling that it's going to make me seem real stupid. I be- the Canyon of Heroes. Sounds like some type of war monument. <laughs> See, I, I, people, people are texting me that they're listening, but according to the current listeners chart, it's not as high as... It's uh, yeah, I'm confused. Yo, no, every, every, every one person on here is ten thousand listeners. I'm a neurotic person. I'm a neurotic person. I'm looking at this and it's not blowing up like it has been in the past. I'm thinking nobody's listening. Every one person on here is ten thousand bitcoins. All right, so uh, topic three is going to be about yeah, the discuss can- those bitcoins too. That's a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> the Canyon of Heroes is located in Lower Manhattan. It is. For those of you who don't know, the oh, it's here. I feel even the worse. area downtown where the parades that go up Broadway, not down Broadway, mm-hmm. up Broadway mm-hmm. to City Hall. Mm-hmm. Where do they go down from City Hall? I should know this. I always they go up from the water. Yeah, they start down at Battery yeah. Park and go up to City That's Hall. Right. That is the Canyon of Heroes. Mm-hmm. The buildings in Lower Manhattan are much closer to each other than the buildings in Midtown. There's a lot less space in the sidewalks. It, you get the feeling like you're in a canyon. Is that because people were smaller when they built that part of the city? No, not exactly. They don't it's because, it's like, because they didn't they have... They care about you walking on the street. Because that's where the city started, <laughs> right? That's where the city started. And they didn't have... Uh, when they started to build the skyscrapers <laughs> down there, they didn't have regulations about the way they were built. And by the time they were built, everyone was like, it's a little cloudy down here. It's dark. It's shadowy. I can't even see anything after 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So they passed laws in order to make it so that in Midtown, there's more space between the sidewalks and the buildings and more space between the buildings in general. Not space, but they just designed them differently. It doesn't matter. It's complicated. It's nerd stuff. The Canyon of Heroes is downtown. We're going to talk about that for a specific reason. And we're also going to talk about a couple of events we have coming up. That's later. But let's get back to something that's a little uh, little uh, interesting. And Grant, hey, present. you were just talking to Sherry. Of RadioSherry.com. Yes. About your roots. You are originally from, and you answered in a complicated way, but explain. Uh, Southern states, southern areas, former Confederate territories. And you grew up... Yeah! Wait. (laughs) Tennessee, Georgia, Virginia. Specifically. Tennessee, Georgia, and Virginia. Yes. All parts of the country where a certain flag is very popular. I'm referring to the Brazilian, the what? Brazilian flag. Uh, I'm referring to the flag of NWO. I call it the Dukes of Hazard. The flag. Dukes of Hazard flag. That's what a lot of people who are at our age call it. Yes, the stars and bars. I can't believe Dukes of Hazard was so racist. I didn't even know Bo and, and Luke were racist. Interesting. See, Joel, who by the way is a black man. No one knew that. <laughs> Went to the. It's racist. Now, I grew up in the Washington area and spending a lot of time in New York and other places in London, 
where the Dukes of Hazard was huge. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I didn't go to its races. Yes, you did. You said, I didn't know the Dukes of Hazard were racist because they had the Confederate flag. But I didn't do that. That was instilled in me by our government that that was a racist flag. It is no a racist just, flag. No one just walked in. I didn't just come out of the womb and go, oh, that flag is racist. You didn't? No. Someone told me it was racist. Right. So, Joel, you think the flag is racist. I also am turned by the flag. I'm, uh, and I'm not turned it's, it's, it's a representation. Okay. I don't think you said it was racist. It's, I didn't. All right. Maybe you did, maybe you didn't. The point is, that was where the conversation went. <laughs> Jesus, sure. turn these headphones down, man. Just a little bit. Are they really that hot? All right, so you're from the south. Yeah. You moved. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Leave it right there. A little bit up, a little bit up. All right, so you moved here to New York from. You, well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you lived in Tennessee. I slowly moved up the eastern. You slowly moved up the eastern seaboard. So, just what are your initial thoughts on the fact that the Confederate flag looks like it's going to be taken down in the state of South Carolina, which is where the Civil War started? I don't know what this has to do with nine people getting shot in Charleston, but somehow that's this is the reaction to it. And so I don't understand that corresponding relationship over the last three weeks. So if you were someone that it took this shooting for you to say, we can't display this anymore, I don't get you. Because this is not the worst thing that's ever happened. That's, I don't get that, that. that's what I think, too. It's like... What, like, where you been? Like, it's just common. Like the president said in that speech, taking down this flag is an acknowledgement that the cause that they fought for was wrong. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. And to do it over this, I don't get. And so, like, I have friends who are very articulate, uh, who have toured Civil War battlefields, Gettysburg, Antietam, so forth, uh, who know much more about the Civil War and about you know the romantic, capital R romantic or gallant South. Um, Which is kind of bullshit, that whole thing. I'm not saying that... It's romanticized. I'm not saying that they weren't brave. I'm not saying that they didn't fight for something that many of them believed in or whatever. But I am saying that the Civil War kind of seems like the only war that the losers wrote the history for. To just put it mildly. It's like... Well, as a, with an American perspective, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a deep loser history to it. But well, we just don't have time to like write down the history of what we just did. Why would you want to write down the history of slaughtering a bunch of people? The losers we, are going to write we, down. Yeah, we have a guest in the studio. Hold on, I think she might want to say something. Sherry Barkley of RadioSherry.com. Hello. conversation as is that sounds a little better yeah so uh grant yes southern man um i want you to hear something that was said on the house floor (laughs) in south carolina yesterday i hope it works on my phone you know this you know that this uh radio station and the amazing technology of RadioSherry.com and Xeno Radio Live is a work in progress, but I'm going to try to play something that was said on the house floor yesterday, 
and uh, let's just see if it works here, okay? Joel, play it. Take a listen. Over my jam. Here it comes. I attended the funeral of Senator Clemente Pinckney, and the people of Charleston deserve immediate and swift removal of that flag from this grounds. We can save for another day where this flag needs to go, where the which flag needs to fly or where it needs to fly or what museum it needs to be in. But the immediate issue, as far as I'm concerned, as a member of the Charleston delegation and speaking on behalf of the people in Charleston, this flag offends my friend Mia McLeod, my friend John King, my friend Reverend Neal. I cannot believe that we do not have the heart in this body to do something meaningful, such as take a symbol of hate off these grounds on Friday. And if any of you vote to amend, you are ensuring that this flag will fly beyond Friday. And for the widow of Senator Pinckney and his two young daughters, that would be adding insult to injury. And I will not be a part of it. I'm sorry. I have heard enough about heritage. I have a heritage. I am a lifelong South Carolinian. I am a descendant of Jefferson Davis. Okay? But that does not matter. It's not about Jenny Horn. It's about the people of South Carolina who have demanded that this symbol of hate come off of the State House grounds. We need to follow the example of the Senate, remove this flag, and do it today. Because this issue is not getting any better with age. Thank you. All right. I just want to update our audience. Grant was physically moved by that in a way that I haven't seen him react in a long time. Do you want to tell me what you're thinking now? I just am reminded why I moved to New York City away from the South when I hear that. Why is that? Because it's just... If if this was part of, like, a true change in her heart where she understood how society is structured and the Confederacy's relationship to today, and this was in some sort of historical context and not just her own political opportunism, like, I I could possibly be moved in a serious way by her... So you sentiments right there, but to hear her just go on, it's like it's empty. I and I know yeah. it's empty. I was hoping you said something like I, that because are you rolling your eyes a little bit? Yeah, I was rolling my eyes through the whole thing because why did it take until yesterday for her to realize that that was a problem and to speak out on it? It took a bunch of people getting shot up and their family grieving and her friends, according to her, complaining about it. For her to go there and say that. She couldn't say that on her first day or her second day in office. Now, that's, that's what I, I would have did if I really felt that way about that problem. 
and that's kind of the reaction that I've been having. And I'm not saying this with condescension. I'm not trying to. I'm trying to say it to understand why this sort of idea persists of this noble... It's a Band-Aid, man. Band-Aid. That's all it is. How, is my mic still on? Yeah. Okay. If you want to hear yourself louder, turn your headphones up. Okay. Joel, can you turn my headphones up a little bit? Thank you. You see, you're, 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 I think the, I don't know if those were mine. <laughs> anyway, we're, we're having. Sorry. We're having a few technical okay. problems, so just continue. We're having this very deep discussion about Southern heritage and my somewhat of a lack of understanding. Now, I read this book two years ago. I think I told you about it. It was called "Better Off Without Them: <laughs> a, a, Northern, a Northern a Northern Manifesto for Southern Secession." And it sounds like it was a joke. And don't get me wrong. It was written in a funny way. And I am in no way suggesting that there's not racism in the North and that race doesn't drive a lot of the problems. Not even close. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm glad that the symbol of all this stuff is going away. And I think it's a good step for sure. But I hope that it also leads to people understanding why... (laughs) <laughs> you didn't even I didn't even finish my thought but to why people are bothered by the flag and like the president said just to admit that the cause that they fought for was wrong you don't see germans like you know saying yeah you know too bad we lost and everything i mean it's all good you know like no one no one's going to argue out loud anymore that well, some no one that's reasonable is going to argue out loud anymore that slavery wasn't wrong. What you do have is people when the president at the funeral says the cause they fought for, comma slavery, people turn him off right there because for so many people in the South, you're it's it seemed like it boiled down to just like sons of your Confederate dead or war veterans or whatever in the last two weeks. But those people do not associate slavery when they look at the flag. They have white. Look at the flag. When they even hear about the the war, they don't know that the war was like was over slavery. Well, people don't know that. But to right. some people, and they to some people, this is true that it wasn't about slavery. And to some people in the South, I mean that sincerely, it's a small fraction. But to those people now who refuse to think of the South in that way, when they hear Obama. Or anybody completely transform everything that the South was about into slavery, they turn, they flip off, they switch off. Well, you know what it is, for that's, better or worse. What that is is that's a lack of education on America's well, no. part. On America's part, because you teach you teach people what slavery is. You teach kids like I know when I went to school, I knew what slavery was. We had Black History Month where they explained exactly how the South people would buy and trade slaves and all this, and the North was. Way ahead, they were like they have free blacks in the north and all this, and that's not even entirely true, by the way. Well, of course not. And nothing is really slavery, entirely true. Slavery existed in New York until the eight, late 1820. No, no, no. I, I know, I know. I, no, no, I'm not. Saying, I'm just I, saying I, that. I the know. South was the hotbed. Of if, course it was. So, well, this the whole the, econ- the whole economy of this. People say, oh, it was about the economics of the South. That's why. Yeah, the economics of slavery. <laughs> it's about the heritage of the. Yeah, the heritage to own people. But like, plain I don't and think, simple. I don't but think you, you can know, blame it on Joe, the people, though. You're you're right, though. It is a result of education, literally, yeah. because 
in the South and in Texas, the school curriculum just came out this last week. They don't teach. They say that slavery was the third cause. It was about heritage and about independence and about. Give but me a then again, break. why would you teach your people that you were doing something that was bad towards your now people? I'll tell you why you would to reconcile and heal the country. The way Germans, Germans are so freaking uptight about their history that they. Uh, well, they do have a pretty fucked up history. <laughs> Tell me about it, dude. They're, they're so they're so uptight about their history that they. Oh, hold on. Wait, we got calls here. Oh, no, no, no. I'm gonna see what these people say. Uh, <laughs> Sherry, is that you? I can see your. Hello, Sherry. Are you, are you there? All right. Have you have you been listening to our conversation? You want to chime in at all as a Canadian? point was um like you gotta realize i don't believe i don't know for sure my uh history my history isn't at a hundred percent but what i don't think that these you're not harvard historian no no (laughs) i don't think that these generals and these soldiers i don't think all of them believed exactly what they were fighting for well that's what a lot of people don't (laughs) understand because well, and that's that's what I hear in that woman's voice is I didn't know anything about anything and I've been exposed. And so it's easy for her to generate tears because of the genuine fear inside her that she's been exposed to someone that just doesn't know the complete history. Yep. And I think there's people on all sides of the Confederate flag thing where that's true. I think it does mean a lot of things to a lot of people. I don't understand how you can argue to display it on top of government built like sovereign government buildings. I think it does have a place in museums. I think it does have a place particularly I think if South Carolina I've said this the last week or so, if South Carolina was smart, they would make the Museum of Secession and they would just print dollar bills somewhere in South Carolina and they'd put all this stuff in there and it would be appropriately contextualized. They would make a lot of money and they could be like you have, in Richmond, you have the Museum of the Confederacy because that's where the capital was. And the governor, like four years ago, wanted to do Confederate Heritage Day, and he released this thing in a press release, and he didn't even mention slavery. Just like, oh, it's just Confederate heritage. Oh, how are you doing there, sir? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell you about my Confederate heritage. Or like, Miss O'Hara, are you co-? like? No, it's not just drinking tea. It's like owning fucking people. <laughs> like, that's the main crux of it. Anyway, I know this is a uh, interesting topic. We're not really, probably not going to ever resolve it fully. Can I say one last thing about it? Oh, you could say more things. We can keep it going on no. this. If our callers were working, I'm sure we'd be receiving a lot of calls on this, but we're having a few problems. It's all right. Go ahead. Just a personal pet peeve on this whole thing before we move on. The Confederate battle flag was square, so... Rednecks and people that put it on license tags in rectangular formation, that really does bother me because it means you don't know the heritage. It's like putting a, the Nepalese flag in a different shape. Like it is, the shape is a square, and so if you're going to display it in a different way, like I have to wonder about you, particularly people that like display a rectangular flag, not knowing your own heritage and what your motives are for displaying it. It didn't go up. It, it didn't exist in the, w- in the form that it's presented all over the South until the 50s, right? 
Like it, it's they they put it up in response to the civil rights movement. It's they talk about oh it was there forever, it's a part of our heritage. Well, if you look at like if you go to withoutsanctuary.org and you see all the pictures of lynchings, it did exist. I mean, it, it showed up all through the turn of the century and but in, in, that, in, the, in the rectangle form. Right. Yeah. All right. So it existed, but what I'm saying is it didn't it didn't get put in state government places until the 50s and 60s. You know was, what I think? I'm sorry. No problem. <laughs> I think if that flag could fly, not that I care, to be honest with you. You ever see the uh, the one with the African colors, by the way? <laughs> All right, go no, ahead. No, but... Uh, ah, I got a caller coming in who probably wants to talk about this too, but Joel, go ahead yeah, and say your thought. Not that I care, but I think that if you can hang that flag in a government building, you should be able to hang a Nazi flag too. Call, hello, this is uh, Marcus Talks Anything at NYC. Are you there, caller? Joe, what were you going to say? You were just finishing a thought? Yeah, like, uh, you should be able to hang the Nazi flag, the black power flag. You all, should. You should be able to hang all these flags. You, sh- you should be able but, to hang them. You should also be able to hang the Confederate flag, but not on the top of a freaking state, state building. Capital. Yeah, it's like, that's ridiculous. I mean, if you want to hang that flag in your town because you feel like it gives some significance to your history and all this, do it. Because bottom line is, that's their town. And it just, it kind of says, I mean, Grant, you know, like at sporting events or whatever where people are rocking that flag, it just sort of says, yeah, those are those guys. You know, like you, they're the ones who want to use that flag. To be honest, I'd, uh, rather, I'd rather see the people with it so I know not to fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is the thing, though. I, 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 I hear this all the time. Grant, I want you to chime in on this. Those people will tell you to the end of their last breath that they're not racist. And guess what? First of all, as Joel and I have talked about many times, everyone's, everyone everyone's racist. racist, including me. Us. <laughs> including me. <laughs> and my girl's black. Half black, half white. Joel's black. He's one of my best buddies. Everyone's racist. Yeah. But I you those the guys who do this the Confederate flag that tell you they're not racist. I don't know if all of them are racist like I'm talking about. I think that's true. They're not. Like, they, they know black. Guys. They live right. in the South, for God's sakes. There's more, you know, like. Right. They're not all racist. Like, they don't want to hurt black people. And I think that's where it really gets frustrating to me because it becomes the same thing that was dividing the South pre-emancipation, which is pre-13th Amendment, which is the leveraging. I of, do have a caller. Just sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Continue. Mm-hmm. The, the leveraging of middle class, caller just class, wait, caller just wait, and lower class white people uh, against uh, now it's it's not just black, but in the past black, but now it's Asian American, it's Latin American, but leveraging that somehow as other uh, against poor white folk that has divided the South and damaged the South and kept this like you know, undercurrent or overcurrent of aristocracy, either whether it's political in some cases or whether it's chamber of commerce in certain towns. uh, That's really what's always stood in the way of the South is that division. And it's more about economics. Right. And it's been packaged a lot of different ways. And one of them, one of them is the heritage thing. Right. Caller, is your name Blake Caller? 
Caller, can you hear me? Caller, you are in the queue. You're on the air. I, I'm giving you three, two, one. This is MTA and NYC on RadioSherry.com. Caller, you're going to have to call back. I love this show. Hey, man. It's hilarious for all the right reasons. It's going to me. It's going to take a while. It's going to take a while before we get this all straight. I want to talk about this more. I want to engage in this topic. I want to understand it. Not that I think I have a good grasp on it, and I'm not a hater, and I believe in free speech. Yeah, so am I. Hey, I'm also a racist. Hey, I only right. hate good. I only hate stuff that is too good to be true. Ketchup. All right. No, anyway. I love ketchup. <laughs> uh, well, now let's uh, continue on. We, you know, let's, let's lighten up a little, ladies. Yeah. And all right. Let me go through my news stories. I got some funny stuff. Well, uh, <laughs> funny to depending on who you are. I'm a. I'm, do you want to save this till the news segment, or do you want to? Because yeah, I want to get to these things that I already teased. I'll tell you what. You just teased your news segment. Real quick, we'll All talk right. about the phone thing, okay? Let's do it. Uh, so there's this show that's playing on Broadway right now, Hand to God. Who's in it? Someone, uh, anyone? My Hand to God, I have no clue. Well, you, you're not, you, you are one of the foremost Broadway experts <laughs> of the 21st Me century. Me and Sandy Kenyon. I don't even know who that is. He's the Broadway correspondent from Eyewitness News. Shame, shame, shame. Donald <laughs> Diaz. <laughs> All right. So, Hand to God is a playing on 45th Street uh, Booth Theater. And Yo, shout out to everyone at the booth. What up? <laughs> a couple days ago, they, needed to, they were about to start a performance, right? And a gentleman <laughs> wanted to charge his phone. So, instead of, like, you know, doing, just saying, like, yeah, I'm about to watch the show. Who the hell cares if my phone works? He went up on the Broadway stage. <laughs> like hey, he did. Hey, y'all got plugs? <laughs> and th- 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 I know y'all got plugs. Y'all got all sorts of lights back there. That's basically what he did, by the way. Because he went over there in order to try onto the stage at a prop plug. It wasn't even an actual plug. You know the race of this guy? What? Yeah, yeah we, we, need, we need to gender type his people. I, big time. I, actually, I'm fine with that. I want to know who the sta- what race the stage walker was. Because I wouldn't get away with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I've worked with you in many situations, especially I'll outside in Co- Times Square. You always had a little bit harder time with the. Uh, uh, he was obviously white, for sure. Well, who who but a white person would go see? Because a Muslim wouldn't get away with it either. Probably what a Muslim or Muslim is a religion. There's they a lot can of religion. yeah. They can do it. All right. Well, uh, no, I mean, if you were uh, Iranian or. Uh, that type of Muslim <laughs> wouldn't get away with it either. Uh, so what happened? Basically, what happened was the show was segment next week. <laughs> the show was about to start, and this guy wanted to charge his phone. Instead of charging his phone like a normal, this freaking computer sucks. I can't get this thing in front. Sorry. Instead of, char- instead of charging his phone or turning it off because the Broadway show was about to start, he got up on the Broadway stage and tried to plug it into a fake plug that was underneath. The th- so. It made me. Uh, first of all, there's a video of it. If I could get this computer to work, I'd show it to you, you two. But we will post it. But the f- the thing that's funny is, has this ever happened to you? Where you've been in a situation where you're so desperate to charge your phone, you take a little chance. Now I spent a lot of time at the airports <laughs> of New York City area. All right, and I got to tell you, I've spent way too much time in. One of the newer, I think it's terminal, Ugh. I don't forget which terminal, bathrooms. <laughs> which is, doesn't smell too fresh in there, let me put it that way. <laughs> Just so I could get my phone charged up. And I am not one of these people who has no idea how to charge a phone, which we'll get back to. Guys, any thoughts? 
you mean by shutting all your apps before you try to charge your phone? Because that's a good way to they're do it. running power the whole time. Just I have people I'd use their phone and I press the 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 home button. And it opens, and, like, every app they ever had was is still open. They've never closed they, anything. They, they didn't realize like, you are supposed does to. Does it take a long time for your phone to charge? They're like, hell yeah, my battery just dies. I'm like, that's because you have, like, 30 programs running. Mm. That's one I of the things. I don't know that. That's one of the things. Keep your apps I've gotten, I've gotten better at that over time. Are you one of these people who's kind of an idiot and walks around all the time? Oh, where do I charge my phone? I need to charge my phone. I'm... I work with students of all ages. They're losing their freaking minds the whole day needing to charge their phone. Like, just let it run out for a while. Who the hell cares? Oh, I got to look at fucking Twitter. <laughs> well, or what the, which, which one do they Instagram, look at? Instagram, everyone loves. Yeah. I, 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 as you know, from my experience with Facebook slash MTA and NYC, social media ain't my thing. <laughs> uh, so, Grant. Yes. I'm going to explain this to you, okay, and all our listeners. And we're getting up there in, in numbers, baby. I'm going to explain this to you and all my listeners. This is how you charge a phone. You ready? Yes. You get it? It's new. You go up to about 90-something percent. Then you put the charger in your pocket or in your bag. You go out for the day, and you don't sweat it. Let it go. Don't, if, it's not, if, if you leave the house and it's not exactly at 100%, that's actually good. You don't want it burning at 100%. It's too much. You want it about 90, 95, whatever, right? It's like overgassing the car. Exactly. Maybe even 86, 82. It doesn't matter. Just take it out for the day and use it. Let it get to around, you know, 20, 19, 18, whatever. And then charge it back up to about 94 and just do it. That's it. It's not a big deal. You got to relax. You kill your battery when you... Yes. Overcharge it. And that's the, why it needs the, to be charged so much. The cardinal... Thank you, Joel. Thank you for that transition. The cardinal yeah. sin of phone charging is to leave your phone on the charger overnight. If you do that, even once when you first buy it, you're screwed, baby. It's going to become a problem. <laughs> because... Do you do that? Yes. Bam. There's your problem. My, I learned that with my MacBook. Don't charge... If you leave it on the... So this is what you do. When you get home in a long day, you're... You, Guess what? You're down to like 14%, man. 14? Maybe even 8 <laughs> because you, you you let it go. You, you didn't freak out about it. You let it go. Angry Birds Racer. Yeah, whatever. You go home. You put, you put it on the thing. You get it back up to like 83. You're like, oh, man, I'm so tired. Dang I can't man. let it get to 100. Just leave it off all night. Who the, f- the hell cares? Who cares? The next morning you wake up. It's at 76 or something because you weren't playing with it all night. You put it up. You take a shower. You get ready. When you come back, it's at 92. I'm done. You leave. That's it. Can you do that? Yeah. I yeah. I don't have a problem with it. No, you can't. No. You know why you can't? What? <laughs> Joel? Why? Have you ever tried to explain to somebody that that's the way you charge a phone? No. Have you ever tried to explain to Joe Martine, our friend from ticket selling from years ago, that 9-11 was not, in fact, committed by whoever the hell he thinks it was, but it was actually a bunch of crazy terrorists? Norwegians. Yeah, do you ever, you ever try to explain that to him? No. You ever try to explain to some asshole who was alive during Kennedy that there's no conspiracy, it's probably just some wacko? No. It's impossible. No matter how many... You ever try to explain to these anti-vaccine people? No. It's the same thing with the phone charging. <laughs> I'm telling you. People don't believe you? They, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no matter how much evidence you give them, no matter how much proof you offer, 
They never were enough. still. It's not enough. They it's go, never enough. I, when I'm with these tour groups, they're like, well, all right, guys, we're, re- we're leaving for the morning. They're like, my phone's only at 98%. I can't go yet. <laughs> Come on. Just dude. leave, dude. Just go. Get, let the two percent go. Do you want to shut it? You know what I like to do when I know it's going to be a long day like that, or I'm not. Gonna I do know what you like to do. I shut it off as long as I can, just from the jump. That's you don't want to do that. I just shut you it, leave off. it on. No. You know what I no. do? No. You know what I do? I go on Broadway theater stages and start charging it in front of. <laughs> <laughs> I just, what an idiot! I just don't care. That is the actually the key to it all. The actually, other day, I was on the phone with my sister, and it's funny. I hear my phone make the noise that it's dying, and I look over at it, and, I, and she said, I said, hey, I think my phone's about to die. She goes, oh, what's your percentage? And I go, oh, exclamation mark. So I don't think that's good. What? My, my thing, it's, it has a percentage normally. It's like right now I'm at 92%. The other day I was on the phone with my sister, and I was like, it beeped, and I said, oh, she said, what's your battery percentage? And I said, it's at S- exclamation mark. I never so. even heard Radioactive. of it. Radioactive. <laughs> what, f- what kind of phone is that? Uh, Samsung Galaxy? Look, it's just one never, it never, it just Never heard of it. Is that it's metric good. system? Is that a metric <laughs> system? When it, when, it gets, when it gets to below 1%, it goes to exclamation mark. And that means, um, are you crazy? I think it, you should look in the Chinese alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what? Actually, Samsung or Korean? <laughs> oh, maybe you weren't making that comment. Korean alphabet. All right. Well, anyway, no. But um, another thing. So, so who cares, bro? If your phone dies. That's well. That that's a different conversation. But I'm telling you, you don't have to get up on a Broadway stage to. I'm show- hoping people don't die, not my phone. I'm hoping you die. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. That was rough. All right. We went there today. All right, Joel. Yeah. Grant. Yeah. Big news in the sporting world. Um, the Canyon of Heroes is located in Lower Manhattan. Right. It's kind of a lame name. Canyon of Heroes. I mean, relax. There's no canyon it? down there. What you call it? Away. Well, actually, there is a canyon because the buildings are so close together. It looks like a canyon. So that's not so. If a you canyon. walk up Broadway, what do you mean? All right. If you if you look at the New York skyline, it looks like a lot of stuff has been blown out of it. That's not true, though. I, I, it's not literally a canyon. You're right. It's not a natural canyon okay, created man. by erosion. <laughs> but it's a canyon of buildings. Joe won that one. Well, I'm not going to argue with that. He's like one. a 9-11 conspiracy <laughs> person or someone who doesn't understand that phones I'm not a 9-11 conspiracy person. I'm a person who doesn't understand 9-11 and would like to, the government or whoever is in charge they of this did. country <laughs> to explain it without it, n- without it not making sense. Someone's going so down the Alex the- Jones hole and his name is Joel Lyons. No, I know they did. They did explain it. It's called the 9-11 Commission Report. It's not good enough. Don't believe idiots on the internet who are trying to genuine. I don't believe idiots on the internet. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Have you read the 9-11 Commission Report? Some of it. I don't believe you. Intact. I don't believe you. Some of it. It is very technical language, very exactly. detailed Exactly. That's language. why I need someone to I, explain I, it. I will bring, next time I hang out with you, which will either be next week or if we hang out in between, I will bring you the version of it, which is very appropriate. This is not anything towards condescension. Just like me, you love comic books, all right? It's fantastic. I've read it. It's fa- There's a 9-11. There's a 9-11. comic book. A what? It's a graphic Did you say conspiracy, conspiracy report? report. I make See, you can't get past Alec Jones even. No, you won't brought up conspiracies. But uh, 9-11 Commission Report comic, comic book, book version, which is sanctioned by the commission. It's an, ex- <laughs> it's, an, it's an excellent way. Make sure you get pictures of yourself, too, Joel. It's an excellent way for people like me to I understand it. 
Oh, yeah, his name's Grant. But you get pictures, too, Joel. <laughs> it's an excellent way for people like me and you to understand it. I, the first person who sold it to me, Grant Norvell. Nice. You sold those? No, sh- showed it. I he used to sell those in Bibles down on 14th Street. Probably out the, the pro- same box. turnover on it. It's a graphic novel edition 14? of the Bible and 14? a graphic novel edition. There of are graphic there. novel editions of the Bible. You know who wrote one of those? R. Crumb. The uh, he's a oh that guy's a good uh, uh, artist. Ar- no, they call it something else. I forget. Muralist. No. Um, Painter. Uh. Whatever. I, mean, I only had Leviticus. Yeah. I only had the, ver- the book of Leviticus. Well, there's a lot of graphic stuff in that Bible. Have you ever seen that? Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about lots of things. Should be. Graphic, get it? Graphic novel. We're talking about lots of things. You All right, can, wait, I got you some stories. If you're listening through the phone, which I hope you are, you can call us at 605-477-3037. If you're on hold, and some of you are, Press extension 5 if you want to talk to us. We're talking about people who don't know how to charge their phones, including Grant Norvell, who's right across from us. All right, yeah, so we're talking to that. All right, Joel, what, you, what are your news stories, my brother? Well, I'm going to start with, with finishing what you were talking about down in the— Oh, I didn't even finish the with the Canyon, Canyon of Heroes. Heroes. Yes, man. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, you know what the first parade in the Canyon of Heroes was? I looked it up. Puerto Rican Day Parade? <laughs> 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 the dedication of the Statue of Liberty. Oh, Nice. That French bitch. Hey, they just... They <laughs> just Excuse you. Wow. We... we <laughs> but, uh, no. Hey, they just upgraded lighting in the Statue of Liberty the other day. About yeah. time. To, uh... French... Whatever, like... She was like... like oh, I've been like, holding my arm up here since 1886. Natural light. Oh, okay, yeah, natural light. Whatever. They upgraded the other day. I was in the news. All right, so... So, yeah, the reason I brought up the Canyon of Heroes earlier is because there's going to be a big parade at the Canyon of Heroes. The first one was, of course, the dedication of the Statue of Liberty. If you look at a list of the ones that happened after that, they get increasingly bizarre. They'd be like, they just had them all the time. Do you know what ticker tapes are, gentlemen? Um, Yes. Let's hear it. So back in the day, people wanted their as close to real-time stock information as they could get, and it came through on these ticker machines, and there would be these long tapes, and they would do the stock times, I think, like 20 minutes delayed, something like that. Correct. And So uh, the reason that they would have ticker tape parades down on the Wall Street area is because that's where all those ticker tapes were, and they would throw them out the window to celebrate various events like the dedication of the Central But now it's just regular confetti. A visiting head of state. Generally, yeah. They have streaming paper, too. <laughs> streaming paper. Oh, okay. And this week, in fact, tomorrow, 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 there will be a ticker tape parade to honor the United States women's soccer team who just won the World Cup. Give I'm them a hand, ladies and gentlemen. I give them a hand, but I don't understand how they won. They beat more They beat teams. the other team. They beat Japanese but people. What about Brazil? Ladies. Brazil was out. Marta, they had a they had a problem with their federation. It wasn't they weren't jiving. Oh, they didn't play, right? They played, but they went out early. Who beat them? Um, they went no, out. they didn't lose. I was just looking at the scores. Brazil never lost. That That's why I was confused. They lost in penalty kicks in like the first round, like the round of sixteen. It doesn't mark them with lose loss. Whatever. That's I'm obviously behind in times, but yeah, way behind. Yeah, but because uh, like obviously really, who watches like. Good question. Who female watches soccer. female soccer or women's soccer? If you want, I wanted to watch. I'll tell it you who. It was. For I'll tell you who. Thirty-one million people. That's it not was. Much. Uh, it was the most watched sporting event of the year, besides the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Oh, besides the what? Well, now add those numbers up to the World Series as well, and then go add them up to the NBA championship. Excuse me. 
But the reason why it was more watched because you have people from other countries that don't watch other sports that only watch soccer watching. That's why. Uh, that's probably a part of it. Those are people no, too. That's true. But that's th- a fact. That, well, that's, that's everybody not, from French here that doesn't care about basket from Fr- from French from France that doesn't care about basketball was watching the Women's World Cup because they care about their country. All right, hold on a second. Ha! I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the final. The yeah. Women's World Cup final, mm. the oh. one game, mm-hmm. the one game was the yeah. most watched sporting event of the year besides the Super Bowl. Every single game of the World Series it's and the NBA championship, and obviously the NHL. The only person who cares about hockey is Sherry. She's Canadian. Come on, Sherry. Uh, the only, <laughs> the only, uh, every single game. There's reasons for that. It was an event. Non sports. I watched it with non sports fans. It was yeah, that's why. Yeah, it's like it's, oh, it's America. We're right here, America. Yeah. Fuck yeah! I I liked it though. It was fun. You know why it was fun? It was, it was five two. <laughs> How many times have you seen that in a soccer game? <laughs> five two. That was pretty but, good. Except that Brazil game when it was seven uh, one Germany. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah, that was. So the ticker tape parade. Here's my thoughts. I think it's awesome. I think it's great. I'd love to take my nieces, but one of them is going to be at camp. The other one's probably going to be with my sister. Maybe we'll take the rest of them. But, actually, I have a tour from 10 to 12. Is so. New York the head of America? That's a, Yeah, that's the question. Why are they having it here? Well, it's going to cost the city of New York a million and a half dollars. That's it? And half a million donated by private funding. That's nothing. So, are you, are you good on this? The last ticket, see, the ticker tape parades, if you look at the list of when they happened, they used to happen all the time. They happened when, when we won championships. I know that. Like we Yeah, had well, that's, that's basically the only time they happen now. Uh, Rangers. Yeah, won. that's that's when they happen the Yankees, now. That's when they happen the Knicks now. Knicks in like '72 and '72. But for the most part, <laughs> they win a championship '72. When, when the Knicks win a championship? '70 and '73. Oh, '73. I'm thinking because when they say, I, know, I watched the Garden of Eden the other day. And I, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> when the Garden was Eden. Eden. Yeah, that was a great documentary, by the way. First one was October 28th, 1886. Statue of Liberty dedication. Uh, of the many that have happened, most of them happened, you know, I saw a number before. Hey, I like the list of those, the people that were honored two times. Have you seen that list? Haile Selassie. He's one of them, right? Selassie-al? selassie <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, the Emperor of Ethiopia. <laughs> yes. So here's the, Richard Byrd, which I think is the great Antarctic explorer. Ah, he's fantastic. George Freed, Fried, I don't even know who he is. Bobby Jones, there you go. Favorite son of the South. What does that mean? In light of our earlier conversation. I mean, like, you talk about (laughs) Southern royalty, Bobby Jones. Amelia Earhart. Oh, Bobby, the the golfer. The golfer, yeah, the golfer. Um, Amelia Earhart, she had two or how many? She had two. Bird is the only one with three. Who? Uh, Richard Bird. And who is that? I think he's the, the Larry Antarctic explorer. Oh, right, oh, right, right. I think, that, I think that's who he is. It says right here, 130 of the city's ticker tape parades occurred from 1945 to 1965. Right. So for 20 years there, they had 130 reasons to have parades. Right. It'd be like, Bill shows up from uh, Afghanistan. All right, give him a parade. <laughs> and actually, if you guys want to know, you can go to the internet, of course. But if you have a more clever, we want to have a more clever, creative way to go see all the ticker tape parades that happened in New York. I'd advise you to wake up on a nice sunny day, go downtown to Battery Park, and start walking up Broadway because there are plaques at the very beginning of Broadway all the way up to City Hall 
commemorating every ticker tape parade. And the ticker tape parade that's coming up is going to be a good one. I might have to pop over there after I'm done with my tour at 12. How do you guys feel about soccer? Joel, you're soccer a soccer is good. Fan. No, I like soccer. Because, see, I only like soccer when there's a really good player playing. No, I don't want to sit there and watch a bunch of dudes I never heard of run in circles and not score. That's great. I don't care about that. I care about watching, like, uh, 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 what's this guy's name? Um, Chris, uh, Bill? Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, David Beckham, these guys. I want to see these guys play. I want to see Ibrahimovic I, and all these I guys. Went, play. I went to watch a soccer game with you years ago with Dan. Oh yeah, that was a great game, the Azteca yeah. thing, right? No, that's no, what we watched. It, no, down in uh, Nevada, Smith. Yeah, it was the yeah. Azteca, the Mexico and the United States and the Azteca. I yeah, yeah, you're right, right, it, right. Was that. it was, it was. I just knew that the U.S. <laughs> I was, was playing. I knew the U.S. was playing. I'm going to go Joel in this one. So, no, no, no. So Joel, Joel didn't grow up a soccer fan. Grant, neither did you. Right. And you, over the years, have also become kind of into it. You follow the Premier League, and like, right? I do. I thought Champions League has, like, become one of my favorite sporting events. Actually. And League I games. grew up with a British mother with a lot of family who liked football. So what do you like, wrestling? No, and this is what I'm just gonna say, and I and then I went through a phase like when the U.S. got the World Cup, where I really loved soccer. Like, oh man, it's such an amazing sport. The whole world comes together to watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I can't deny when the World Cup comes around, I'm on board. Right, and it, and and then I kind of came to this place where I was like, as much as I like it, the idea of it, it's freaking boring. Let's <laughs> just sit there and watch. Yeah. But there's something very poetic about it. Grant, didn't you read some book or something that made you? Get I have read it? a book before. One or two. <laughs> about You're from the South. I didn't even know you could read. Yeah, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Uh, um, I read uh, Soccernomics is one that really, tra- but that wasn't really about the poetry. There's uh, um, there's the one about Dutch soccer. The title escapes me. There's Soccer Explains the World. There's The Ball is Round. Um, yeah, I read Soccernomics, too. I actually recommended so. it to my friend Michael Caesar. Are you listening, Michael? Somehow I doubt it. But uh, the, 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 I think I wanted to tell you guys this, too. I was hanging out with my lady okay. two weeks ago on okay. the weekend, two and a half right. weeks ago, right? We were out. It was a nice Sunday, chilling. And we it was when Joel called us. We said, oh, watch out. You might get raped. You're at Pride. It was okay. a joke, ladies and gentlemen. It was a joke. Joel. You were like, watch out to raping people. They just passed gay marriage. It was a joke. Hey, we can, we can all joke about each other. And then he called me a cheap Jew, and I called him a late black guy. <laughs> Whoa. Well, we're late in truth. <laughs> I could I could have gone I could have gone for harder than late, but I'm a wimp, so I went with late. All right, so we were, we were out as a nice, lovely day, and I realized, and Grant, you can help me with this, that it was the first day, the fir- it was the first game between New York City's two soccer teams. Right. Wait, what's two soccer? We have the Red Bulls, and who else? We now have NYCFC, mm-hmm. which they is the football and, club. Yeah, yeah and they I play in Yankee that. Stadium. The- and I was like, hey, babe, Lens, Sweets, as I call her. Hey, what up? Let's go. I hope you're listening, Sweets. Let's go to the first game in Yankee Stadium between the Red Bulls and NYCFC. And I was thinking, I'm sure we can get some tickets. You know, let's get up there. Whatever. Sold out. Well, we checked real quick. There was... Not that many left. Fifteen hundred left, and I was like, "Oh, they must cut off certain areas." You know, must not. They have to. They didn't. 
That's what amazed me. We got up there. There was less than 1,500 tickets left. I could have bought know, them online. How the hell do you fit in that it, dimensions in Yankee Stadium? I'm it's playing the outfield, like across the outfield, and then they fill in some of it. Yeah, it Unlike football sense. where they play like home plate out towards yeah. the Mohegan Sun center field. Have you been, have you been to I've been uh, to a soccer NYCFC game. game? No, I've not been to that. I've been to a soccer game in Yankee Stadium. Though. Which one? I went to a uh, uh, AC Milan uh, Ma- Madrid game. I'm sure two it was years packed. Ago. Uh, yes. So it, it, I could not. Be- I'm just telling you, as someone who's observed soccer's development in this country, watched it, having experience going overseas and seeing what it's really like. There's something in the air, man. This country is going to be a soccer country mm-hmm. because it won't be like football, but. It will be. It won't be like American football. To be well, youth, youth participation in American football is down twenty eight percent in That's the last you know, ten years. You know, football is getting so caught up in the Head concussions and stuff. They're losing a lot of fans because people liked football because it was a tough sport. And to and to bring it back to the South again, they'll give up that game. About the time they give up their guns. Oh yeah, like they're gonna football keep playing American football like, down there. Pro, well, I'm not saying. And good for them because that's I, the best thing but, about this. But, but I, I don't know, man. I, I like, but non, uh, like not just the NFL is like college, like high school football is the biggest yeah. thing in the South. Like forget about college. I mean, college is huge too, but. High school football is in where Texas. it's at. In Texas. In, oh, Texas. And in the South. Most of the all, South. All across the South. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania and Jersey have great high school football. So it's there's a lot of – Ohio is the same way. There's a lot of places where it means a lot. So you should have seen this NYCFC, To bring it back to soccer. Talking to my, I saw if you watch Rand University. You should have seen this freaking NYCFC, though. It was packed. Yeah. It, there was 50,000 people there. I yeah. couldn't believe it. Or however many people that place sits. I mean, it, there was an atmosphere, and it ended up being 3-1 Red Bulls, which makes sense. They've been around a lot longer. And they got a bunch – like, don't they have, like, really good players? Uh, they ha- they have a real team. That's they don't have marquee players. They, yeah. They've built a nice they team. they built a team. On Relift, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, this parade's coming up. It's going to be huge. Women's soccer becomes a big thing. MLS – has grown by leaps and bounds. Didn't you used to do Red Bull games back when it was at Giant Stadium? I used to do Giant Stadium. And I actually saw, you know, you're talking about the women's team. I saw Lloyd and Rapino and Wambach at a game. and It was a doubleheader. It was a Red Bulls and then the women's national team playing somebody. I want to say Ecuador. Um, They're fantastic. Summer of 06. And it was the first time I saw Abby Wambach, and she was tremendous. She had long hair. And... Uh, but, yeah, she was a stud that day. I think she had three goals or something like that. But, yeah, I used to work out there, and it was cavernous. And I was actually – you made me think of something. If you're going to see a game and you can get to the path train, go to the, see the Red Bulls games in Harrison because it's a built-for-soccer stadium. I've been there. They fill it up. It's loud. It's fun. It is really fun. And uh, it's it can be a headache getting back. I will I will see that. There's a bar around the but corner. <laughs> they need to build a bunch more. They've really dro- they should have done that two years ago. They built it four years ago. I like and, it though. And if you're going to Yankee Stadium, a tip: don't be afraid of the lower seating obstructed view seats. They have to say that because you might not see like the actual corner, but you will not miss much. Particularly if you're like if you're familiar with Yankee Stadium, sitting in the bleacher seats. The bleacher seats at the new Yankee Stadium are ridiculous. And you can you can sit out there, and it might say obstructed view if you're down close, but that just means it the corner is really close, and you can't sit in your seat and see, see it. it. If you stand up, you can usually see it. There's a bunch of TVs and stuff around. It was just packed though, and I'm just saying there's something in the air, and the Gold Cup is going on right now. 
You are, we should watch it this week. We should watch it this week. Yes, Friday night, week. tomorrow night. Who, who Where is it, it at? USA. Uh, USA. It's all over. It's all over the U.S. Oh, they USA. really? Yeah, and they, they played two nights ago. They played in L.A. last night. Uh, no, no, no. There was a game last it, night. But it, not us, though. No, not us. Yeah, you're right. Two nights ago, we played. We and we can actually say we. It was Canada and El Salvador last night. That's yeah, that was, was one of those zero zero yeah. snooze fests. It was, it was, it was, it was bad. bad. Oh, those are exciting. <laughs> <laughs> it still hasn't won me over fully, but Gold Cup. Yo, who's calling these American games? By the way, is it is it the same British guys? Well, they I love them. They try to get, they try to get Gus Johnson. To there's do a that. really good there's a really good piece uh, if you if you're familiar with the blog Awful Announcing. There's a good piece about the guy. I'm gonna you know JP who did JP Della Camera. Della Camera. He did a really good job, and they were talking about how uh, he's the first like legitimate American voice calling soccer games. So you know who uh, Awful Announcing should write a piece on. Marcus talks anything it's in New York time. City. It's about time to go on that. <laughs> this is a awful announcing if you've been listening for the past 45 minutes. All right, wait up. I got some right, news stories. I got some news stories. Hit the stories. And, All right. and, then, and then I'm going to get to uh, the last thing. Two two last things, our announcements. Joel, what do you got for me? Bro? All right. Uh, so, uh, happy 4th of July, America. I don't even get to mention that. But, uh, yes, USA. Two people so far have been... Dead due to fireworks. I don't know if you know about these stories. What? So yeah, a guy put lit a firework off his chest as a dare, and uh, he died. And also, <laughs> <laughs> another guy lit a firework off his head, and yeah, he died instantly. So well, explosions on the head are bad. Yeah, and the chest two, area. Two, and two NFL players have lost fingers in the well, last two. Two. Who's, who's the other one? Who's the other one? Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul, I got that. That was my second story. I, I'll look it up. I think he's on the Bucks. Wow. And you know Jason Pierre-Paul for uh, Giants fans? That's myself and I think Grant. No. No. Cowboys, sorry, boss. Oh, sorry. All right. Uh, well, Giants fans, Jason Pierre-Paul also managed to blow his index finger off. Just and one, then, right? Just, just, just his index finger. finger. How many do you need to sack a quarterback, though? Yeah, exactly. Broken hand. Buck, on top of that. He managed to break his thumb as well in the same hand. So, yeah, we might not and have they him. They signed him as, like, a season. franchise player, yeah. right? <laughs> Buccaneers cornerback C.J. Wilson loses two fingers in fireworks. C.J. Wilson? Yep, two fingers. <laughs> okay, so, whatever, he can still catch enters with three. I don't know about that, dude. Two, you got five fingers you, on one hand and three on the other. I got to tell you, in my neighborhood, <laughs> in East Williamsburg, there was some fireworks going on. Bro, they, did you not? Oh, you don't have Instagram. All right, so are you trying to say Puerto Rican people like fireworks? I want to say three. I want to say, um, yeah, one in three of the fireworks you heard were actually guns. Are you sure about that? May, I have a caller calling in who might want to stop it. A lot of guns. Call, it, call it with the nine four one area code. You are on the air. Call it with the nine four one area code. You're on the air. This is when you just got to put your priorities straight. It's like, oh, I use these hands to make millions of dollars. Should I be lighting fireworks with them? <laughs> Maybe not. That's why, this, And that's why NFL or NBA players, when they get into fights, they never actually punch anyone. It, they just it, wrestle. Anymore. Yeah, anymore. Because they're like, what am I going to lose? So maybe someone should teach this to our lovely NFL players. I'm glad they told it to our UFC fighters because... 
I would have lost a head one day. All right, Lauren. Any other quick comments? We're, we're running out of time here. Thanks was, for calling. I was sassing a, a, a great All right. See you soon. Day. See you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Last story. Wait, last story. No problem. Give it to me, baby. A Bushwick resident by the name of... Talk to Mike. A Bushwick resident by the name of... Uh, Xander. I'm sorry. I got to find his name. Nate Stern? No. Chauncey. Uh, this is a really good story because Bill? this guy... Uh, his name is whatever. Who cares about his name? But this guy from Phil Harvey, I believe, is his name. And uh, come on, Phil. This guy did one of the smartest things any man has ever done. So someone tune so into this show. No, his his, his <laughs> computer broke. This guy's a rapper from Brooklyn. His computer broke. Uh, then it was stolen. So he's like, "Yo, man, I want to make my album." And I wanted to get out there, so I got to do something in order to get this done. How am I going to do this? So this guy dedicated himself to going to the Apple store and using their equipment to make his album every day. What? For over four months, went to the Apple store in Soho. I think I've seen that guy. No. That's how I, that's why I checked my email. Okay. He went to the Apple store every day in Soho, and... They always tried to knock them. There were employees in there like, yo, what are you doing here every day? You can't come in here every day. But one Get of the off me blue shirt. Huh? Get off me blue shirt. <laughs> right? Did, did he? One of the managers said, you know what? He's doing something artistic. Let's just let him go. Let him go. Yeah. And, the geniuses and need to lay off. What? She said the geniuses. The right. Apple geniuses need to uh, lay off. And this guy got, got it geniuses. done. And his album, proud to say, uh, his album's coming out on the 27th. Although I, I would have rotated Apple stores to avoid that problem. Well, I understand where they would want to, like, kind of nip something that, like that in the bud, but... No, but you hear what she said? Rotate Apple stores. Oh, but don't just go to the yeah. Soho one. Go to the one in Chelsea. Well, go to the meatpacking district. Yeah. Go to the... The one, the one by F.A.O. Schwartz that smells like farts. You know what I, you know what I call that one? <laughs> I mean, they all kind of do, but that one's, like, the least ventilated because it's down in the basement. And I swear, I can't be in there. For, I go down there, I feel like I feel like it smells worse than the kids' restroom at FAO Swartz. You know what I call that one? Club Apple Store. Yeah, it's a nice little it, it, spot. It's open, it's open 24 hours a day, yeah. It's packed to the brim. You, uh, I've never been there at, there's, like, 3 o'clock There's music the blasting no matter what time you go in, and you can't find the freaking bathroom. It's just like a club. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, 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 we got a couple minutes here, and there's two other quick things we definitely want to talk about. There's this guy who's on the subway who's who's basically, I don't know where I put that story. You don't have a couple minutes, but I'm going to give you guys liberties anyway. Yeah. It only says 50. Because we had, we had technical difficulties. So. Uh, all right. So we'll wrap it up soon. Uh, well, it's 209. Yeah, that's true. Did we start late? I don't know, maybe. 209 reasons. I don't know what it is. What is time I... on RadioShow.com anyway? There's yeah. whole, so there's homeless guy on the train, you were saying. <laughs> no, there's this guy on the train, which I can't find it now. Uh-oh. So it's kind of stupid. Uh-oh. I only see stuff about the wolf pack here. Yeah, I saw the wolf pack. I know those guys. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. So three years ago... I we're just looking for your notes. I found it. I was I was riding the train to Coney Island, and those guys were on the train, and this is way before the documentary. And you're talking. This is one with the brothers, right? Correct. Yeah. But so that's, that's actually last week's paper. Oh uh, well. Oops. Well, anyway, I saw them on the train, and they were dressed in their outfits because you know they they find these clothes on the street and they make their own costumes. I don't know if you saw. I've seen I it. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen it. It's. 
Well, long story short, it's about these these kids who were raised. Yeah, we've talked about it on the show. So you know who what we're talking about. Yeah. So so I was on the train and I saw them and I had no idea what the documentary was, but I knew like okay, whoa, who are these kids dressed in these like '80s suits with pompadours? And I'm like, guys, what's up here? And they're like, oh, we're we're going to a free Huey Lewis and the News concert in Coney Island. And they had every single Huey Lewis CD in their bag. Yeah, they were signed. They're really, they're really interesting. They had been to the Huey Lewis like five times. Like they went out to Long Island or whatever to see him. They were completely obsessed. They knew every single song. Have you seen the? Have you seen? And the I went to the concert with them. Wow. So I was just like, what? I'm going to Coney Island too. We're going together. And then we like hung out all day. And then they're like, yo, you really remind us of this girl, Crystal. And I'm like, who's Crystal? And they're like, she's directing this documentary about us. Grant, do you have any idea what we're talking about? <laughs> I do. I just thought you, it was and, like a religious conversion for a minute. And the, and the funny thing <laughs> is, so we've been in touch. Um, they follow my Instagram. They always like, like shit that I post. But then um, I asked them if they wanted to come on uh, radio shows sometime and they said that I had to talk to their publicist. No, they're big time now. Oh, yeah, but this, this, that's ridiculous. We, we've known each other for three years. So you're actually and friends with them. Kind of, yeah. Like they, like we, I, I know a lot of people. No, we've like emailed and shit. No, I'm, I'm, ac- I'm, right. I'm acquaintances with them, but now that they're big time, they won't I don't they won't do me a solid and bad, come on Radio Sherry. They don't, like, once you get... I didn't say it was their fault. I just said, all right, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like... And you know stuff. what? I paid for... Because um, that Lewis was a free concert, but they didn't have any money. But if you wanted to sit up front, you could buy chairs. And they, they were so poor at the time that they bought their own um, homemade sandwiches. And also they were sharing, like, a bottle of soda in a water bottle. Ugh. But they had packed from home, and that's why I paid for all of us to have seats. Well, that was and so nice they can't time. do me a solid now. And that yeah, was the first yeah. time you that's had bullshit. Met them? That was the first time you had met them. Yeah. Interesting. But I was on my way to Coney Island anyway. Well, you've met me like eight times. You haven't bought me anything. <laughs> Dang. Uh, yeah. Listen, well, you're not no. that interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's a different you, time. You don't have every single release in the news album yeah. signed. You don't know that. <laughs> it would be this would be the perfect time for me to play a Huey Lewis song. But anyway, oh, all right. Lord. The other two things I wanted to mention was that we still have not quite organized correctly for Joel's Highline date. So we're gonna get to that. Grant, do you have a little time oh, yeah. after the show? Or do you got to rush home? That I can stay. All right. The reason, first of all, Mazel Tov to Grant Norvell. He's gonna be a dad for the second time. Yay! All right, right, Grant. No thoughts on that. All right. Seriously, I'm what's your kids? Them. What's the kid's name? Do you have a name yet? We don't know the gender, but we did work out over the weekend what the f- girl's name would be. You don't have to tell us. We w- I wouldn't. Yes. Okay. You, you, he can tell you what his lovely, already born daughter's name is. Isabel. And did she have a name before she was born? Meaning, had you decided? Oh, uh, well, yeah, we had picked it. Okay. I only say this because my uncle just had a baby three days ago. Still does not have a name. Well, not well, well that's wait, not that crazy. Wait on the eighth day, man. You know how it is. Yeah, that's not that crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I had a cat that I had a name for six months, so I guess it runs in the family. I have a cat named Silly. What's that cat's name? It does not have a name. And you've had it for six months? Well, this was no like while. This was like a while. And then my friend, I gave it to my friend, and she named it. So does it have a name now? Elliot. Elliot. But in my mind. He, he's still no name. Yeah. All right. So, Joel, <laughs> we're gonna post this stuff for your. 
And Sherry, you should help us with this. I will. Joel's never been to the High Line. What? And he's waiting to go on a date. So we're going to have, have a dating game in well, here. Well, don't get Vertigo. Who? Vertigo. It's like... It's a U2 song. No, it's when you get all... It's, it's, like, it's like if you're at, it's on Heights. Although it's not that high. I think I've heard of this movie. And the last thing we want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's... A, wait, 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 oh, I got one more news story real fast. All right, make it quick. So the the two escaped prisoners, David Sweat and uh, whoever else. The other guy. guy. The, the other guy. dead one? Yeah. <laughs> no, David Sweat is dead. Yeah. The other guy. Uh, Yeah, so they broke out of prison, right? Yeah. You know how much they estimate it's going to cost to fix what they damage they've done? $14. I wish. $300,000. You know how much it's going to cost to do a ticker tape parade? A million and a half, baby. But why are we paying three hundred? Why are the taxpayers paying $300,000 to fix something that these fucking guys... Who should pay for it? I'm really huh? glad. Who should pay for it? Uh, the, prison, the prison employees who are now being charged for helping them escape? Man, you know they ain't got no money? They ain't got no money. Dude, uh, that's the way it works. They can work for it. That's what they do with, with, when we owe something, right? They make I, us work for it and I, make us pay it over time. I read a book many years ago called... Uh, Maybe you're right. I don't even remember what it was called. <laughs> well, I think it was called No More Prisons by a graffiti artist named Upski Wimstad from Chicago. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't like that guy. I just love we that need name. prisons, bro. I don't know what you're thinking or anyone else who says we don't do you need have, prisons. Do you have any experience with prisons? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we'll talk about that some other show. <laughs> I just was about to announce something, but I got a Facebook message from a guy I know. I was about to announce... That this Monday is our Seinfeld Trivia Contest I was for, for MTA, us. Marcus Talks Anything in New York. And I, te- I proposed an alliance last time I did this with some stranger, and we've become friends since because we did really well. And I texted him before the show started, and he just te- sent me a Facebook message right now that, unfortunately, you can't play for us. It's sold out. Oh, what do you mean it's sold out? Did you have? Uh, you should have talked about. Uh, How do you Sp- sell out a, a goddamn trivia tournament? I don't know. Seinfeld night at, because uh, it's packed. Spain. Because it's on Hulu. That's why. No, no. Because we're gonna have to go to the next one. We're just gonna have to go to the next one. Oh gosh, I didn't want to wait. You know what we should do? Share show me. We should make our own Seinfeld kids. tournament. This is- me and the Wolfpack. We can't make our own Seinfeld tournament. All right. You know what? This is the first episode where I wasn't... This isn't the... F- this is the first episode I wasn't interrupting the whole time with stupid little songs that I like. And they won't give me the interview. We could feel the world. There's only two of them? No, there's, there's, there's five six, of them. No, there's six, six of them. Yeah. yeah I, was, that's, there, I was there with three of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's a conversation for another program. <laughs> this is... Marcus Talks Anything in New York City. Sis, the sis, the sis, the sis. Man, the media thing is up loud. You're listening to RadioSherry.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Marcus Hillman. Thanks for listening. We're going to post this soon, I hope. Always works. Thanks to our special guest, Grant Norvell. Thanks to Joel, as always. I blew myself. (laughs) Joel stinks. We're out, baby. I do. Holler. So, yeah. Sorry, we're just having server issues today. So, so what, did we record it then, though? Yes, you did. Can we post it somehow? <laughs> <laughs>